The Tilted Land Shark on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Welcome, everybody, to the Tilted Landshark Podcast, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Oh, man, it was week 13 of the AUDL. As we know, spooky things happen when the number 13 is involved. I'm one of your hosts, Chase Essens, the Wolf of Oakland. With me, Zach, Psycho Killer Avello. Zach, how's it All going, All right. Buddy? It's going, man. Um, man, what a weekend. Yeah, you had a tournament. A lot has happened. I had a tournament. I haven't been able to recover yet. So we had a... Tenasi had a tournament in good old Fredericksburg, Virginia. Uh, Which, the tournament was all right. We held seed, so we came in seeded third. We finished third. So nothing too special there. But I got to hang out in D.C., uh, which was my first time. That was a blast. And uh, we were doing a power ranking at the end of this episode. And uh, mine has to center around the city of D.C., uh, so kind of foreshadowing what we're going to be talking about at the end of this episode. Zach using all the literary tools this week with his foreshadowing. Who knows? I don't there even might even read. Yeah, there might even be an allusion to something. Who knows? Whoa. Who knows? How was, how was your weekend? Busy. Just busy. You know, yeah. standard fare. You know, Saratoga, Del Mar. Pumping out horse racing pods, pumping out tip sheets, just, you know, doing my thing, sleeping very little. Horse season ultimate. That's what Arkansas is all about. That's that's what we do. It's like Maryland with <laughs> crab cakes and football. <laughs> all right. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead. We're going to power through this one. This one should be actually a pretty quick episode uh, since uh, the book was not kind enough to uh, to give us uh, mm-hmm. any action this week. Zach made his, made his own lines, but. Let's go ahead, dude. We're going to recap our week 13 action. Starting on Friday, we had the New York Empire traveling traveling to Philly to take on the Phoenix. Uh, I was hoping that that Phoenix would finally get that win that I was, you know, projecting. And plus, I think I set the uh, the money line on this at plus uh, uh, 7.5 billion. Yeah, somewhere around yeah. there. Uh, but like that. New York. Uh, they get the five point dub. This, I mean, actually, when you think about it, a, fi- a five point loss to New York, not really that bad these days. Not bad, no, not bad at all. I mean, so a lot of people had Philly going for the upset. New York was on upset alert for this weekend. Uh, we got the job done. The line we had was set at three and a half. It was a close game throughout the entire game until I think New York had a break pretty late. Uh, Oscar, big game. Lithia finally got to score some goals. He got eight goals. Uh, James Pollard, six goals. Sean Mott, six assists. Uh, fun fact, 
James Pollard played this game the very next morning, had to play against uh, Tanasi and SFI East. Got that ass kicked. Woo. Uh, Woo. Yeah, one of our guys got a pretty sick D against him, so that was pretty cool to watch. It's also pretty cool to get to play against them. But, yeah, Philly, I think, played them tough. I think they're ready to take on D.C. in the first round of the playoffs. New York, pretty dominant. So, yep. to only lose by five to play close, you know, we don't believe in moral victories here, but take it for what you can. Yep, the, for New York, the march to a championship in Madison continues. But moving on, we've got Dallas headed to Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta, I, I mean, they woke up. They woke up too late. Um, they're definitely not making it where they were supposed to be on time, but they are awake now. And, uh, yeah, they put mm-hmm. up 27 uh, to beat the uh, Legion, uh, 27 to 20. <clears throat> yeah, I don't get Atlanta at all. So typically in games like this, the games are slow. How they randomly get 27 goals here, or you know, they play against Tampa and they'll win one week 19 to 17. And then next thing you know, they put up 28 against them. It's like you never know which Atlanta team you're gonna get. Uh here we got the Atlanta team that kind of defensively took it to Dallas. They got 14 blocks, uh, only cost or had 10 turnovers, so Atlanta played a pretty legit game. Bobby Lay with seven goals for uh, and Max Dorn finally had a productive game for Atlanta, which is supposed to be a big midseason sign for them. He only got six goals with them uh, this past weekend, so a solid one. They got one more week against Indianapolis, a team that we kind of like on this pod. So Indy gets to come down and lock up that final playoff spot against Atlanta. All right. Our last game on Friday, we had the LA Aviators traveling to Salt Lake to take on the shred. And I mean, LA had a, showed a little bit of fight. They showed a little bit of fight in them. Uh, Salt Lake still gets the, the dub 19 to 16, but uh, LA probably keeping it closer than most would assume. Yeah. Uh, they held Salt Lake City to 19 goals, which is their lowest mark yet this year. I think I said last week that Salt Lake's offense looks to be regressing. A little disjointed. Uh, a little disjointed. Only They got 19 turnovers, which is, you know, Colorado and San Diego are going to take advantage of that if you're going to give them the shot. So they got to clean it up. Jordan Kerr, Joe Merrill and company, that offense has to kind of figure it out before they move on to host San Diego in a couple of weeks or else they're going to have an early exit. I don't know. They got to figure it out on the offensive end. That's all I got to say. All right. So that wrapped up our Friday games. On Saturday, we had – the DC Breeze heading to take heading to uh, Boston to take on the Glory to take on the Smack Kids, and uh, I mean this is another one probably maybe a little bit closer than people assumed. Uh, DC gets the yeah. two point victory, twenty three twenty one. Yeah. Um, so this game, first of all, I put at minus five and a half DC, and I was kind of embarrassed. Um, we gave our spreads to the Ringer AEDL to let them have fun with it on their pod. And I was listening to the podcast, and they broke this game down. And they were giving me compliments on all of my lines, but this one. This one. <laughs> this is they, they saw this line this, and they, when they start questions. Like, I wonder what goes through Zach's head when he's making this line. And honestly, DC coming off that road trip against Canada, kind of dominating that road trip. I was like, this could be a trap. Like, if I was in the shoes of the bookmaker – I would be like, all right, DC had a big number because they looked really good this past weekend. 
Boston not so much. Hopefully you don't see the home and waste splits because Boston at home is a really good team. If this would have counted towards their ATS record, I think they finished undefeated at home against the spread. Um, Tanner Johnson joins Boston, who's typically helping Boston out a lot. He didn't do so much. Sadope, four assists, three goals. Um, but yeah, this, this is a game that went into overtime too. So Boston had their shot to pull the upset at home and would have finished very strong at home, but it couldn't get it done. All right. So we have the Indianapolis Alley Cats taking on the windchill. The Alley Cats in Dome Sweet Dome. Uh, Minnesota still still too powerful. 24-21 final score. Minnesota gets a three-point victory, uh, as you would expect. A lot of points in the Dome. Maybe not as many as you typically get, only getting 45 there with the on the total. But still, uh, I mean, Minnesota – I mean, Minnesota and Chicago started to kind of separate themselves, and it's just kind Mm -hmm. of Indianapolis uh, tagging along, you know, hopefully for that third spot. Yeah, so fun fact about this game is this was actually outdoors. What? This way, Indy's got an outdoor uh, venue. Um, I was playing this week with a buddy who plays for the Alley Cats. It has something to do with there's a showcase game beforehand that had – those fields reserved so Indy thought they could piggyback and make an uh, event out of it. And so they played outdoors. That's why the under hit. They still 44. I had that 48 and a half. So, you know, they played indoors, cleaned up a couple of points. That over would have hit easily. Thinking they were indoors, I had Minnesota at minus one and a half, which got some people. Uh, they liked Indy as the underdog. Minnesota covers pretty easily. Um, but, yeah, Indy's got a – Go to so the playoff situation here, since we're not talking about Indy after this, is Indy has to go in and either beat Atlanta or hope Madison goes into Chicago and loses. Yeah, so there's a Both chance of these are Indy possibilities. Uh huh. There's a chance that Indy doesn't even make it to the playoffs, so they've got to take care of business going down to uh Minnesota. A fun story a buddy of mine, Fletch, who I played with in Atlanta got cut by Atlanta this past year. So he went up to Indianapolis and plays a pretty key position on the defensive end in Indy. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun to see him go down to Atlanta and see what he could do. Um, I can, I can tell you after talking to him a few times, there's a ill taste in his mouth. Um, maybe we'll get him on the show Thursday, get his thoughts on the games coming up. I'll have to talk to him, see what he thinks. All right, moving on. We had the somebody's got a win bowl. That's right. One of these teams, it couldn't end in a tie. One of these teams had to win. It was the Dallas Legion versus the Tampa Bay Cannons in Tampa Bay. Uh, Dallas was on the second half of the back-to-back after getting uh, eh, pretty well shellacked by the uh, by the hustle. Um, Tampa Bay, congratulations. You did it. You did it. You got that's right, which now puts Dallas in the conversation for the for the uh, you know the Madison Bowl game of uh, Dallas versus uh, Detroit for uh, for teams that that need a need a victory and should they play each other uh, because Tampa is, Bay w- wins the toilet bowl. Yeah, what's the what's going to be the name of that game? Dallas versus Detroit. Um, the Big D's Nuts Bowl. There it is. Yeah, the Big D's Nuts Bowls. Yeah, yeah, you got two two cities. Start with the D. It's the D's nuts. Keep it simple. Keep it straightforward. Yeah. I, man, I fell for it. So, 
this week in, in DC or in Fredericksburg, our tournament, we had a, actually, I don't know if you ever, you probably never seen this before, a six hour buy between our first and second game because of a heat oh. index. Yeah. Ooh. They delayed all games. They delayed the entire second round till four o'clock. <clears throat> so there's a parody account that talks about uh, the tournament is, it's like a USA Ultimate parody account. And they said, uh, SFI East, which is the tournament I was at, is on a heat index delay until the BOFA index is below seven. And I was like, BOFA these nuts. Yeah. Yes. I was, I was like, what the hell is BOFA? Is BOFA like an, I started Googling BOFA heat index. Um, I'm typically an intelligent person, but I was, let's just say, already tired and overheated. Uh, so they would yeah. have gotten me too, but there is a champion quarter horse named both of these nuts uh that if you if you just want to be entertained just search both of these nuts on youtube and and get the race call uh from from those races because it's not like the horse loses like the horse wins um all right moving on after the just hold on first off tampa bay congratulations way to go we're proud of you guys we're proud of you guys you did it did it you reached your goal of out outclassing detroit yeah, big things. Yeah. Just wait, way to go. I mean, this is why the ladies love you, Tampa Bay Cannons. Now the women love you when you get out there. Why do you think that is? What did you say? The women love you when you get out there. Why is that, ladies? Well, I'm asking you. Huh? <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, we had Chicago heading to Pittsburgh to take on the Thunderbirds. Uh, Union put it on them. Uh, eight point victory for uh, for Chicago. Uh, they get twenty five seventeen. I mean, once again, we've got just just a you know marching towards maybe just a heavyweight throwdown uh, in the playoffs at some point. I'm not sure how it's going to you know finish seating out, but Chicago and Minnesota just the cream of the crop when it comes to the Central. Yeah, uh, Paul Pavlidis with six assists, Jeff Vice with seven goals. Uh, Chicago with only turn, t- 10 turnovers. I think I saw that right. 10 turnovers, which is, I think, their lowest of the season. So there's the time that the screws. We're getting to playoff time. These teams, these teams are the one two season. The divisions, they know where they lie, are starting to clean it up. That's probably why we don't see a lot of like DC, New York, Colorado. They will probably won't be benching players because they know they need these reps going into the playoffs. Pitt finishes the season with one of the worst offenses. A little, you know, if you want a little uh, key to success for the offseason, pick up some offense. They finished bottom five in hook percentage and O-line hold, hold percentages. So their unders were uh, an easy hit this year. Their offense, I mean, they've uh, only put up 19, 18 goals a game. I don't think they really got up into 20 unless they played Detroit. So, yeah, as expected, I had this set at six and a half. Chicago still easily covers it. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, we had a rare Saturday Sunday uh, back to back when we had San Diego heading into Seattle uh, to take on the uh, interdimensional Bigfoots uh, and the fighting Paul Lallies. The fighting Paul Lallies get it done. Twenty two eighteen. Not a huge win. Uh, a win nonetheless. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, San Diego. San Diego is just firing at the right time. They're they're going to be a handful for anybody. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and they pretty much did what I expected them to do on this road trip. So going to Seattle, Paul, first of all, had a fantastic weekend. Friend of the program, Paul. Way to go, buddy. Friend of the, uh, friend of the pod, Paul Lally. Tampa Bay and Paul Lally, the big winners of the weekend. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> uh, the San Diego Grand, I didn't expect them to really go into this weekend to destroy Seattle or destroy Portland. I kind of expected them to play their game, which is like fundamental, ultimate kind of like offense, take care of business, defense, slow down the game, make it miserable for the offense of the other team. And that's exactly what they did. So, I mean, I gave them some small numbers. Uh, gave the this one hit by the hook, San Diego, 22-18. I put it at minus three and a half, San Diego. Um, so I felt pretty good about that number. San Diego, their thing last year was winning close games. Early in the season, they would win close games. So I think they should be happy with this, happy with the next game I'm sure we'll talk about here soon. But, yeah, Seattle with the worst hucking day they've had all season, 41%. They're typically one of the best teams hucking it. They have some shooters on the team. They kind of struggled. It's a hucking yeah. shame. Ron, uh, Zeppelin was not there. He's at Worlds or was at Worlds in Cincinnati. I think it's still going on. So they were missing some players. All right. And our last Saturday game, I mean, everyone knew I was high on the uh, high on the aviators this season. And uh, look how they mess with my boy. They, they get the hammer dropped on them by a, another team that, that I mean, we're actually fond of. Uh, I mean, it's the, hey, oh, hey, 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 oh, 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 hey, oh. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Everybody's favorite 1950s New York street gang, the Oakland Spiders, get the get the victory. Uh, four point by four points. It's 22-18 is the final. And hey, I mean, we want to talk about another team that's really surging at the end of the season. It looks mm-hmm. good. Might, you know, <clears throat> might not not going to make much of a difference this year. But going no. forward, who knows? Uh, I uh, I may make another playoff bracket based on you know the last seven weeks of the season, just to see what Oakland could do. Yeah. Um. By the way, we didn't have a, a memorial set for this, but Paulie Sorovino. Does that yes. sound familiar? Paul Sorovino. Yeah, he unfortunately passed away. For anyone who doesn't know him, uh, he he's a guy in Goodfellas, slicing the uh, slicing the garlic so it could just thin, melt in thin. the uh, yeah, just melts yeah. in the pan, just melts in the pan. Yeah, uh, he. It's been too many gangsters. It's been rough. Uh, it's been rough for the gangster film genre. Uh, we uh, and its actors. We talked to, I was talking to my brother about it and we're like, yeah, I think we got to go find Joe Pesci, quarantine in a, in just a put room him in by a, himself. In a, just put him in a padded room and make sure that everything, everything's we okay and he stays safe. We can't afford to lose uh, little Joey Fisher there, but LA, Oakland, LA kind of, they want, they have one more game. They get, get to play Oakland again. Oakland's going to go on a road trip next weekend to LA and I'm sure San Diego. But yeah, this game I have set at, Oakland minus two and a half. They get the four point cover. I had the total at 40 and a half and the under hits by the hook, which it always feels good when you hit it by the hook. I think I got five numbers by the hook there this there past weekend. So you're talking about my numbers. Ice cold bastard. You know that, Zach? Yeah. Ice cold. Uh, I was listening to the Ringer ADL and trying to keep track of who's betting what. And I, I have to go back and listen to it again, but I think the house came up on top after their picks. 
I got yeah. some of them to kind of split decision there. So felt pretty if, good. This is one of them. If you're listening to the pod, this uh, that dog is not being abused. That's just how it says hello to the rest of my family when they come home. Uh, so that's just, <laughs> Ro- that's just Rosie emphatically telling everybody how her day was. All right. And it was the second half of our Saturday, Sunday, back-to-back last game of spooky week 13. San Diego headed to Portland, taking on the Nitro, get the five-point dub, 23-18. Um, this is how it ends for the Nitro, not with a bang, but with a whimper. What happened to them? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I gave up on them. After that loss to Oakland when they gave up like 36 goals or something, I was like, all right, this team is done. Um, yeah. They're bad. I gave them five and a half. I gave San Diego five and a half, and Portland still covered. By the hook, my man, I add. But yeah, yeah. Leandro marked five goals uh, and was about a third of the production for Portland. So that's a big issue. They got to fill in some spots. Portland's a pretty good ultimate hub. They got Rhino Slam out there, which is a nationals level team. And they still somehow can't gather up the talent to play for their pro team. Like uh, the show Portlandia taught me, the dream of the 90s is alive in Portland. <laughs> All right, that wraps up week 13. It was, uh, I mean, yeah, we don't have a lot to talk about because we we just have uh, Zach's, uh, I don't know, we're calling murderous lines because he just gets you by the hook every single time. Mm -hmm. He's like, I I, Zach Psycho Killer Avello is like the guy from uh, I Know What You Did last summer. He's just coming in, he's swinging that hook, he's killing you with the hook. Uh, (laughs) All right, we're gonna take a quick break here at the Tilted Landshark, get a word in from our sponsors. And when we come back, as is tradition, we will be power ranking some shit. So stick around. We'll be right back. Make sure to get down on the wins. Bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet the MLB. And now, bet $500 on sports or in the casino before July 31st, 2022. Get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. Welcome back, everybody, to the Tilted Landshark Podcast. We've been having fun with these power rankings. It's a fun thing to do. Heck, it's it's endorsed by Coach Stephen Naji of the uh, of the uh, Austin Soul. He had fun mm-hmm. with one. Um, but Zach, I mean, you you're the one who keeps spitting out these topics, and this is another good yeah. one. What do you, what do you got this week? We're doing nothing about ultimate right now. So nothing, nothing, which is going to be fun. We decided to go ahead and do a top five AEDL cities power ranking. So we've got, what do we got? We got 28 teams, I think, 29 teams in the AEDL. And so out of those 29 cities, we're going to give our top five city power ranking. Um, I did mine based on cities I've actually been to. I don't know if you did that, but. No. Okay. Um, Some of this was aspirational. Like, you know, God. 
you know, damn, I'm going to go to this, this uh, thriving metropolis someday. I just put it in my bucket list. I'm going to get to Detroit. (laughs) Detroit's in your top five. Kudos to you, man. (laughs) Way to look out for the little guy. Spoiler. They are not. Um, I've got a dark horse in my top five, so I'm pretty proud of it. All right. Well, why don't you show the way? Lead us off. Number five. Who do you got? Number five is my dark horse. and I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Okay. Um, well, we've so, already talked about just supposedly fantastic strip clubs <laughs> in the Tampa Bay area. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Hopefully, yeah. uh, my girlfriend isn't listening to this. No, I, uh, if you guys don't know me, I'm a sucker for everything Florida. I'm very biased and homage towards Florida. So I had to throw Tampa in the list. And also, <clears throat> excuse me, Tampa's a fun city. I did some uh, partying back in my days when Nashville wasn't you know, all that it's made to be played with Atlanta, go down to Tampa, take care of business. What are we going to do on a Saturday night? We're going to have some fun. Um, hang, out, so yeah. hang out in Tampa Bay. And the weather for me, at least is always perfect in Tampa. I don't care how hot and humid you think it is. I dig it. I like it. I like the water. Give mm-hmm. me some Tampa Bay action. There you go. I, uh, I went with the team. This is my dark horse. And this is a town I've actually been to. Pittsburgh. Ooh, the Steel Pittsburgh's, City? Pitt, Pittsburgh's a cool little city. Uh, so me, my dad and I, big Cardinals fans, we went actually, we we drove from, from Arkansas to Pittsburgh to see the Cardinals play uh, the the uh, Pirates in PNC Park. Uh, from what we saw, pretty pretty cool, little, chill little city. Um, you know, it's pretty. There are bridges, uh, you know, decent food. Uh, once during the game, uh, I believe it was Yadier Molina hits a a home run to pretty well dead away center. I jumped to my feet from the uh, from the uh, you know from my my seat there in the stands and uh, you know raised my hands over over you know my head and from like ten rows behind me I hear sit the fuck down and you know what <laughs> I whipped my head around like I was ready to do something and then I saw a fucking Yenzer with like Popeye forearms. And I was like, you know what, sir? I will take that piece of advice that you just so kindly bestowed on me. I will sit the <laughs> fuck down. Thank Wait, you. How old were you? Thank you. Oh, I was like, I was fighting age. This is before my back problems too. I was like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> sub 30. I was like 28, 29, maybe. Oh, wow. Dude, I would never consider fighting. So uh, even if you wanted to, man, that's, that's some props, especially knowing you're already in Pittsburgh, you want to go ahead and start something. I don't mess with anyone from the Northeast. I mean, I had my dad backing me up. I like, well, first of all, no one wants to be part of the father son tandem that gets arrested uh, at at the ballpark for fun. No, no no one wants to be the father son tandem that makes world star. And two, uh, yeah, I'm going to say this. I was about to say, would you and your dad start the fight with a pig suey cry before you get into the fight? A little oh, Arkansas. Dude. Listen, listen, my pops can scrap, man. My pops can scrap. He's <sighs> sneaky. He's it's sneaky. You wouldn't expect it. That that old man can can fucking throw down. Um, all right. Uh, also, real quick, kudos to Pittsburgh, by the way, the Thunderbirds for sticking to the black and yellow theme. It took me long to realize that I mean, I knew all the Pittsburgh teams, professional teams, were black and yellow. Thunderbirds stuck with it. Black and yellow. Appreciate that. I mean it's a good tradition. If you've got a Wiz Khalifa song to go with it that you can play in warm-ups, why would you? Why would you deviate? 
Yeah, exactly. I'm sure they play that thing on repeat. Yeah. Thanks, um, Wiz. Number four, who do you got? Uh, pretty easy, I guess. Pretty chalky. New York. New York's number four. I haven't been there in like 20-something years probably. Uh, plan on going this November, which I'm stoked about. But <clears throat> how can you not, you know, put the Empire State, the Empire City in your uh, top five? I feel like it has everything you want to offer. It's the most legit city. Um, sorry, I got distracted from a, a jogger running by. But, um, yeah, I have to go with New York as my number four, um, most because I have a trip coming up, so I kind of have to psych myself up for that one. Nice. I, You know, my older sister lived in New York for uh, a good long time. I've been up there, went up there for, you know, Went up there a bunch. For some reason, I left it out. Uh, I think I kind of thought of it under the guise of, like, would I like to live there or not? And okay. I wouldn't necessarily like to live in New York, even though I do like places where you don't have to have a car. I would agree with you. I also will probably, once I leave New York in November, will be like, yeah, I should have taken that off my top five. So, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, my number four, uh, Seattle. Um, one, I've... I've never been. Uh, two, uh, I mean, legal weed always plays heavily into my decision making. Um, you know, it seems I, I think throwing <clears throat> fit, throwing fish in markets is cool. Uh, <clears throat> you know, sometimes I enjoy the rain, but actually now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like arthritic every time it's about to rain. So I think I would just perpetually live life in a bathtub, creating my own separate barometric pressure. Your back just starts feeling a pain. It's like, yep. Got to get, got to get indoors. Yep. So and, uh, <laughs> I had, I had Seattle at number four in hindsight, maybe shouldn't have made the list. Who you got at number three? Uh, Seattle. Look at that. Okay. We're going to split. We're going to be a little mutual in some cities here. I look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> Perfect timing. Yep. Um, I've been to Seattle before. A lot of fun. Uh, first time I ever got to see snow-capped mountains, so that was kind of like mm-hmm. I couldn't stop staring type of thing, you know? You never yeah. you ever been caught staring before? Yeah, that's I was like that, but just looking out mountains, so. Um, no, I've never been caught because I'm a pro. Oh, good for you. You wearing sunglasses all the time? What are you doing? Uh, I, uh, you know, I just, I've, I've trained my periphery. You know, I have a very, very well- exercised well you know trained perif where i can just make up a lot of perif. oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. um yes <laughs> Most definitely. that level yes that exactly. level of just being able to point it out yeah yeah okay. man. yeah gotta learn gotta learn um, how to use the perif i'm like a greyhound yeah. like i have my eyes on the side of my head that kind of perif the uh the one week i was in seattle by the way clear all week long did not rain once perfect 70 to 80 degree weather i think that was peak seattle if i go back yeah it won't be as great so i want to you know maybe never go back finish when you're on top whether there was perfect so seattle gets to be my number three okay uh i was toronto number three uh, okay. I've heard nothing but awesome things about Toronto and Canada in general. Uh, I know I give Canada a lot of a lot of shit. Uh, that's because I love my country. I love my country so goddamn much. Um, mm. But still, uh, Toronto, 
uh, first. I mean, uh, cannabis legal on the federal level. <laughs> um, two, uh, it's, I mean, we've heard it. We've all heard of poutine, right? Come on. I will, I will, I will throw down on some poutine. I've got uh, some, they, uh... got, they got Woodbine, the, uh, the famous Canadian racetrack Woodbine. So I, I would definitely be into that. Um, isn't that coming know? up? Oh Can yeah. What, something about that. Yeah. Woodbine, Woodbine's running. They're in the middle of their qualifying for the queen's plate, which is like the okay. Canadian triple crown sort of thing. Yeah. But, uh, I've got some, some uh, disagreements on poutine. I think it's overrated. I am not the biggest fan of poutine. I think you're overrated, Zach. As much as you've given Canada that whole spiel right there, I feel like 13 weeks in the making, it's all gone now. It's all um, gone, yeah. yeah. I, dude, I don't fun. know what it is. I like it's Canada. It's got to be the, the style of fries they use, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't well, know. It, it just wasn't for me, but hey, I bet you Toronto's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's one of the biggest cities on the continent. It's huge. And, uh, yeah. I mean, Drake's it's a party one. city, too, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, 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 as you would expect. Um, yeah. who you got number two? Recency bias. Uh, I've got DC. Okay. Um, I've only probably visited DC in a span of eight hours, but dude, that was pretty fun. Um, I'm kind of a history nerd, you know, a little bit of a nerd in me. So I got to see some of the, the museums and some of the memorials, which is actually pretty dope, not going to lie. Yeah. Um, and plus the food there. I'm stuck in a small city in the South, and sometimes your best food is going to be chain food. Uh, so I got to explore a little bit of the cuisine in D.C. That was really good. Um, my buddy kept talking up Ethiopian food in D.C., but we never did that. So I got when I go back, I'll try some Ethiopian food there. There you go. I Last time I was in D.C., I was swinging an American flag like a baseball bat and wearing a gas mask, storming the Capitol. So, uh, you know, uh, JK, LOL, that was <laughs> it. A lot of people, people make the assumption because of my beard, but no, I'm not one of those people. I will not say for the Because you're from Arkansas, too, or anything like yeah, that? There yeah, there was a disturbing amount of Arkansans <laughs> who got national notoriety for being arrested after that thing. I will. I remember just every every time there was like a you know they did a profile on someone being arrested. I remember just thinking, please not Arkansas, please not Arkansas, please not Arkansas, Ohio, yes, uh, a lot of Ohioans too. Uh, from, coming from, I just call I refer to a lot of Ohio as just a region I call Dirtbag Ohio. Uh, all right, now that we've angered most people from Ohio, <laughs> my where, where you at to. Denver, Colorado slash Denver. Uh, hell, I mean, it's it's pretty. It doesn't get too hot. You're up in the mountains. Hold the... up, hold up. Can I can I assume why uh, Denver is also at number two here? What? Why would you assume? What were you assuming? I mean, because we love us uh, some John Denver. We love us some. Uh, oh yeah, Rocky Mountain. Love us, yeah, Colorado. that's what we want. You like you know you like a cold Coors Light. The mountains are blue. No, 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 not Coors Light, sir. You give me Coors Banquet, aka Coors oh. Khaki, the banquet beer. Okay, love, nothing to do with cannabis, Khaki. though. Ah, uh, no, no. I mean, they've no. had it for so long that it's not even novel beer anymore. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I first of all, uh, so many people I know have moved to Denver 
Like there's got to be something to this, right? They can't, they're not all moving there because it sucks really hard, right? No. 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 All right, bring it on home, Zach. Who is your number one? Number one is the city of Los Angeles. Uh, One of the best vacations I've taken in my adult life was going to L.A. So uh, I'm going to throw it at my number one. Um, I also wouldn't mind, you know, some Southern Cal living. I didn't put San Diego on the list. It's a little too far south, I guess. I don't know. L.A. was just a bigger name. I didn't want to put San Diego and L.A. on there. But, dude, that was some of the best food I've ever had was in L.A. We went to uh, we went to uh, Monica Pier. Or, yeah, right? Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, had some food around there. Some of the best oysters I've ever had. Um, yeah, some of the best cocktails I've ever had. Some of the bars we went to were fantastic. So... Definitely a place I want to go visit again. Um, got family out there, which makes it really easy. So yeah, LA is gonna be my number one. I I'm very close. I'm very close to you. I did go with San Diego. You know, I uh, mm-hmm. I I went uh, I went to the Breeders' Cup last year. It was at Del Mar, which is right outside of San Diego. Uh, and uh, I I wish I'd had more time to actually like go around and and check everything out. Uh, you know, and, and maybe not like mm-hmm. during November, which I mean, it was still just like beautiful there uh, during November. But flying into flying into San Diego was was pretty cool. Uh, seeing all like the battleships and stuff that are that are mm-hmm. uh, that are there. Um, I found a dispensary within like a mile of the of the airport. Uh, shout out to Clover uh, Dispensary in, in San Diego. Uh, coming through with the chocolate covered espresso beans. Everything I wanted. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it seemed, seemed pretty cool. Uh, there's, uh, you know, in November, I, I'm not sure if this is just a November thing, but it like starts off like every morning is like, there's this crazy heavy fog. So you don't really know what you're getting into. And then it just like burns off. It's like, Oh, it is gorgeous here. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, it made the top of my list. I, I said places I want to live. I don't think there's any part of me that necessarily wants to live in just like California at all. Cause California just has its own shit going on, you know, but I will, I will hang I out figure that out. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll figure that out first. Yeah, then then maybe, then maybe me and Lally just kicking it on the dude. You, you know. guys could just be bros and just kick it on the beach and enjoy some. Uh, no, I was gonna say some Charger football, but that's uh, that's long gone. What do you mean could be? I thought we were. I was born ready for humiliation. Oh, that hurts. That cuts deep. Yeah, that sounds. I'm sorry, man. All right, that is it for our power rankings. We're going to get a quick word in from our sponsors. We will be right back to wrap up this episode of the Tilted Landshark Podcast, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. I'm talking your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that's just like getting nine months for free. 
IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com SGP. Listen, we've all been there. You need a little extra cash. You live paycheck to paycheck. But guess what? No big deal. No shame. Almost everyone in America lives paycheck to paycheck. And things come out of the blue. Car breaks down. You completely spaced on a holiday and now you gotta buy a gift. It happens. You blew your budget. You aren't the first. You won't be the last. But the good thing is your buddy Dave is here to help you. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hang-ups. There's no interest, no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member FDIC. Future you will thank you. Welcome back to the Tilted Landshark podcast. We welcome you back just to basically say goodbye, uh, but we're polite like that here. Uh, yeah, it's uh, this co- this week coming up. We've got week 14, the last regular season week of AUDL mm-hmm. action. Uh, Zach, what are you excited about? Uh, I'm excited about a lot of things. We got, you know, a couple of playoff implications. There's a wild chance that Atlanta wins, Austin loses, and Atlanta makes the playoffs. They got Indy and Madison fighting for that three spot. But the one thing I'm most excited about, Chase, guess uh, guess what? The books have brought some AUDL odds back online. Um, they dropped some updated futures this past, I think, Sunday or Monday. Brought New York down to minus 230, so hopefully you got them before they took it off the book. Because that was going to be your best price. Um, but yeah, I'm under the assumption that Wednesday night or Thursday afternoon, we'll see the book actually drop some odds and we will actually have some content to talk about this upcoming Thursday. That is definitely something to look forward to because we've been killing it all season. We intend to kill it this week. And you know how we're going to kill it, Zach? How's that? With a hammer! That is it for us at the Tilted Lantern Podcast. We will catch you later this week with all the gambling plays for week 14 of the AUDL.